Welcome to Joyful Marketing. I'm Simone Soul, and I teach you how to get your life coaching practice fully booked without having to pay for ads, buy Instagram followers, or complicated sales funnels. It's not rocket science, and you can do it too. Listen on to find out how. Hey, friends. Let's talk today about minding your audience and ways that we can mind our audience in an unhelpful way. What I mean by minding your audience is examining your current assumptions about who is around you, how many people are around you, and whether you believe they're interested in coaching or not, right? So everybody has automatic default thoughts about their audience that are maybe intentional or unintentional, but they have these thoughts, right? If you were to, if I were to just ask you or any coach that I know, Hey, like right now in this moment, right? With the social media that you have, maybe you're on Instagram, maybe you're on this, maybe you have podcasts, whatever it is. If I were to ask you, who exactly are the people who are around you listening to you in your audience, right? How many of them are there? And how many of them do you think are interested in coaching? Everybody already has a set of assumptions about it, whether you're already aware that you have certain assumptions about it or not. And what I want to say today is that most of the time when I coach clients, I find that they're wrong about all of these assumptions and that costs you in your marketing. Most coaches that I see, and including myself when I'm not intentionally coaching myself, right? are prone to thought errors about all these things. We have erroneous assumptions about these that negatively impact our marketing. So for example, I asked you, who's around you, right? A lot of coaches that I know will say, well, on my socials, I, there's only my friends and family are, are around me. Only my friends and family are paying attention to me, right? I don't have that many followers, they'll say, right? And the followers that I do have, I just like know them from, from school or church or the gym or whatever, right? So that tells me that you already have assumptions about who's around you and how many of them there are. And a lot of what I also hear is people saying, oh, yeah, the people that I, that are already following me, I know who they are. They're not interested in coaching, right? So here are the thought errors. One, you're always connected to way, way more people than you think way more. Whoever you are actively, consciously aware is in your audience and is following you and paying attention to you, my rule of thumb is always assume that the real number is that times 10. You're always connected to way more people than you think, way more. In ways that you're aware of, that you might be aware of, and in ways that you're not aware of, because you're connected to people not just directly, but you're connected to people by you know, one or two degrees of separation, right? You know somebody who knows somebody. These are all people who are connected to you. And that whole number, that is like 10 times what you think it is, way bigger. And also, you have no idea who in your orbit is interested in the kind of coaching that you do or not. Just think about what your belief about that is. Whatever limiting thought you have about how many people around you are interested in coaching, assume that you're wrong. 
right? So I see lots of coaches saying, oh, because I only have this many followers, because I only have this many people in my audience, and they're all friends and family, they're all just co-workers I know, I I know all of them, they know me, and none of them are interested in coaching. What happens is that they don't out themselves as coaches, they don't fully step into their coach selves on social media, in their marketing, in the way that they show up, because they think they have to like cater to these people who they think are paying attention to them and only them. And they don't show up as coaches. So what happens, right, is that, let's say, your cousin is going to have a friend one day who says, hey, you know what, I'm looking for a dating coach, right? And your cousin is going to be like, oh, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know where you go, where you find a, a dating coach. <laughs> and your cousin's friend goes without a dating coach, even though they really want to hire a dating coach to straighten out their love life, Right. And this whole time, your cousin could have been like, oh, I know somebody who's a dating coach. Dude, my cousin's a dating coach. I can totally hook you guys up, right? But your cousin didn't know that you're a dating coach because you were thinking, oh, only my friends and family follow me and none of them is interested in it. Why can't I talk? What none of them is interested in a dating coach. Do you know what I mean? This is like a very dangerous to limit your thinking to your assumptions about people who are around you. So what if all your friends are married and don't need dating coaches? The more you announce yourself as dating coach, the more they have opportunities to connect you to people who need you. And if you're not announcing yourself, all the people in various degrees of separation from you who are looking for what exactly what you're offering is going to go find it from somewhere else and pay somebody else to do it, right? I mean, pay somebody else to get that help. And that will be unfortunate because you are the person who can help them. When it comes to career advice or dating advice, I suppose, like I've I've heard from career coaches or people who advise on careers, if you're looking for a new job, the first thing you should tell is to tell everyone around you that you're looking for a new job and what kind of job you're looking for because the power of networks or the power of connections is that powerful. Power is that powerful, (laughs) right? Or... I've heard dating experts say, if you are looking to to meet somebody, if you want to find a partner, you should definitely start by telling everyone that, you know, tell all your friends, hey, I'm looking for a partner. Because if they have someone amazing that they want to introduce to somebody else who's amazing, how are they going to know to introduce them to you? If they, if you don't let it, if you don't make it known that you are looking to meet somebody, right? So think about this. What, like, think about when you use the limits of your audience or your thoughts about the limits of your audience as an excuse to hide or censor certain parts of yourself. That's saying a lot more about your fears and your relationship to yourself than the actual truths about your audience, right? Like I said, your thoughts about your audience are just assumptions that are most likely untrue right? My clients find this all the time, right? They have clients come out of quote unquote nowhere, except it wasn't nowhere because they were just hiding in plain sight. They just weren't, you know, believing that they were there because they were, they were telling themselves things like, oh, I only know friends and family. Oh, I don't have that many people follow me. All these are wrong, right? We're connected to way more people than we think. So those assumptions were untrue. But even if they were true and all you were connected to were just not that many people, all of whom already know you, right? All of whom 
don't see you as a coach and they don't want coaching, even if all of that was true, which it's not, but even if it were, (laughs) so what if you annoy people by posting a lot about coaching on social media? So what if people don't know that you're a coach and they all, they think that you're just an accountant or a physical therapist or, you know, a what up teacher and they're going to be confused by you when you talk about coaching. So what if they're uncomfortable with you sharing this part of you? So what if they've seen you be a hot mess back in the day and now see you being a life coach? So what? So what? So what? How would you answer that question? What would you make it mean about you? Right? And I invite you to think about why you became a life coach in the first place. What it means to serve the way that you want to serve. Is it worth other people having those thoughts and feelings around you to be able to do what you do to serve? In order to be a life coach and to help people and to make money doing it, are you willing to annoy certain people who say, oh, I don't want to see that on my feet? Are you willing to annoy them or are you unwilling? Are you willing to have people be confused about you? Are you willing to have people feel discomfort around you and your profession and what you do? Are you willing for people to have critical thoughts about you? If you're not willing, then you're using other people's thoughts as an excuse to not do your life's work. And I want you to be honest about that. And I want you to be honest with whether you can be an integrity putting yourself out there as a life coach who wants to be paid for her services, who wants to help other people create better lives and realize their dreams. If what you're modeling is with your own behavior is, yes, absolutely, go after your dreams. Let's make all the dreams come true, but only if everyone around you is comfortable with it. Only if none of your family or friends is going to be confused about it. Yes, absolutely. Take that big leap, believe in yourself, invest in coaching, do the thing, but only if everyone around you is going to think that that's a cool idea. If not, then yeah, you should definitely wait on that, (laughs) right? Notice if you're unconsciously modeling, molding your life and the way you use your voice around your unquestioned limiting thoughts about other people's thoughts because you are not going to be able to do very powerful marketing from that place. So what if certain people think XYZ about you? So what if certain people only see you through the lens of who you think you were in the past or who they think you were in the past? So what if they're going to be annoyed by your sales pitches? So what if people are going to be confused by so what? And when you have the answer to the so what, ask yourself, is it worth it? Are you willing to have that happen for you to do your life's work? And if not, what are you modeling to your clients? And I'm asking this in a very <laughs> kind of, you know, confronting way because, because I think it's important. I think we all need to be in a place of being really honest with ourselves about it because the number one sneaky, invisible, powerful thing that gets in the way of the efficacy of your marketing is when you're not congruent, when you're not in integrity, when you're saying one thing, but doing another. If you tell people, go for your dreams, you can create the life you want. I will help you hire me. I will help you. You better be living that. You better 
be practicing what you're preaching. You better be walking the talk. So who the F cares what they think, what they feel about you being a life coach and selling life coaching? Let's show up, do what we came to do. And as long as you're connected to the why, then it's going to be so much easier. This is another way that minding your audience can work against you. Okay. This is another thing that I see a lot. Second part of this episode is when you want to explain, for example, your change in niche, when you want to explain and justify why you're changing your price, your offer structure, basically anything, when you want to justify, you know, like, going big or being fancy, presenting yourself as an expert and a powerful professional. And you kind of do that. And you're also doing like, oh, I know this isn't how you're used to seeing me. Ha ha ha. Like, oh, I know. Ha ha ha. Right. Let's not do these things. (laughs) No explaining, no justifying. Definitely no apologizing for showing up the way you show up. Whenever my clients or coaches ask me, Hey, Simone, how do I announce to my audience that I'm making this change, you know, in my audience, in my niche, whatever? My answer is always, you don't. Don't announce it. Your audience doesn't care. Your audience isn't keeping up with you as closely as you think they are. Whatever you think you were doing that you think everyone already knew so well and were already so invested in, not that many people noticed. They don't care. The best way to announce a change is to not announce it, to just show up being it. And by being it, I mean, you know, it's kind of like you calling an ex, you know, all the time to just be like, you know what? I'm over you. I'm totally over you. I'm so happy and I'm over you versus (laughs) just living the life of a person who is genuinely over it and over it and happy in their new lives, right? So, or in a coaching example, let's say you decided to get rid of a very narrow niche that you had and become a general life coach. Okay. How do I announce it? You don't. Don't make a big thing of it. Don't write all these things about why you're making these change and say, I know you guys must be, must be so confused because I've been talking about weight loss this whole time. Ha ha ha. But from now on, I'm going to be a general life coach and this is why. Da, 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 da. Nobody cares. Seriously, stop it. <laughs> Instead of doing any of that, Just step into that identity. Be a general life coach now. Start saying things that a general life coach would say. If you are already solid in your identity as one. You know, I always say, you've heard me say this before. If you listen to my past episodes, my definition of marketing is helping people for free. So how to announce that you're a general life coach? How to start marketing yourself as a a general life coach? Start helping people for free the way a general life coach would. Announcing the change is actually not relevant to somebody who is looking for help. Just get straight to the helping in the way that you want to be helping. And listen, I have nothing against announcements per se. Like you can have a big celebratory announcement, right? Nothing against explanations per se. You can have a big like celebratory empowered, you know, explanation, but Notice you're doing it in a way where you're kind of like justifying yourself in a way where you, f- you feel like you're beholden to other people seeing you a certain way when the truth is that nobody even cares. Nobody ever needed or was interested in you explaining yourself. They just want you to show up the way you want to be. 
You know, imagine you like met a next door neighbor for the first time and you're just getting to know them. You just had a couple of conversations here and there, passing each other by, like, hey, what's up? And then the next time you see that neighbor, they're like, hey, I know you're used to seeing me as an engineer, but the truth is I changed job recently and now I'm a nurse. And I know that's like really weird for you, but like the reason that I made this career change is I really wasn't happy. Blah, 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 blah. And you're like, uh, hi, like I barely even knew that you were an engineer, like you're a nurse, that's cool, right? Like, imagine that is your, your relationship to everyone online. They're like, I barely noticed. They're just getting to know you. They just want to know you as whoever you are now. I promise. Think of every time you show up online as a fresh slate. Think of every time you get to show up online as an opportunity to introduce yourself to people as you wish to be seen for the first time. Because it is. Think of how many people are just like out there on Instagram or on TikTok or in on Facebook or Clubhouse or whatever. I don't even know how many people just on those platforms. So, so many, like a gazillion. And how many people do you think among them are already like deeply knowledgeable about you and like invested in whoever you've been in the past? It's like one bazillionth of a percentage, right? So how are you going to show up being invested in people-pleasing that one bazillionth of a percentage or speaking to the whole world who is dying to meet you as you wish to be known? Here's one of my favorite intentional thoughts I want to share with you. 99% of my future clients have not even heard of my name yet. Think about the difference in energy between Anybody who's interested in hiring me or potentially interested in hiring me, I already basically know where they are and they already basically know where I am versus 99% of my future clients have not even heard of my name yet. Every time you show up when you think that is an opportunity to meet some of that remaining 99%. How exciting is that? By the way, I had this thought when I had like a few dozen followers and I have this thought now that I have thousands of people paying attention to my messages every week. I firmly believe that the reason that my audience grew so much, the reason that my income grew so much, the reason that the number of clients I serve grew so much in the past few years is because I had the thought 99% of my future clients have not even heard of my name yet. That gets me showing up pumped full of energy to go do my work. And I don't waste time believing my assumptions about, oh, I own, only these people are following me. No, I'm just always like in the mode of serving. I'm always in the mode of meeting new people. I'm always in the mode of expanding my energy and capacity to be of service, to be the node of connection, to be useful to more and more people. 99% of my future clients have not heard of my name yet. I want offer that to be inserted, <laughs> programmed into your brain. When you remember this, every time you show up to market, it is going to change how people respond to you. All right, my friends, that was some good tips. <laughs> Go forth and market powerfully. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. 
Hey, if you want a shot of fresh inspiration and actionable tips to improve your marketing every single week in your inbox, you better get on my email list. Sign up to receive my free ebook called 20 Unsolicited Copy Tips. It's been known to get people to come out of the woodwork and ask to work with you. So get on that link in the show notes and I'll see you in your inbox next time. 